This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture. Hello, you're listening to Frontrunner and I'm Ollie Wilson. I'm a farm trader working with Frontier's Southern Sales team. As always, our market update has been written by experts across the business. Before we begin, a word on market prices and trading. Markets can be volatile and move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With the MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates, and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Let's get started with this week's report. Wheat Markets Today's wheat update has been written by our Head of Grain Pool Marketing, Simon Ingle. Simon notes that late last Friday, the United States Department of Agriculture published its first look at the world's 2023-24 grain balance sheets, with a contrasting outlook for wheat and corn. World wheat production is seen rising by 1.5 million tonnes, up to 789.76 million tonnes. But year-end stocks will fall by 2 million tonnes, down to 264.34 million tonnes. This will be the lowest for seven years. Higher production for the world's largest wheat-producing countries, China and India, as well as the EU, contribute mostly to the world increase. But it is important to note falling production on the year for many of the world's major wheat exporters. Argentina, Australia, Canada, Russia and Ukraine will produce 10 million tonnes less between them. Despite an 11% increase in the US wheat area, the US wheat crop will be just 260,000 tonnes up on the year at 45.16 million tonnes. This is because of significant winter wheat crop losses, particularly in Kansas, which is where most of the hard red winter wheat is growing. This has been reflected in the equal worst crop ratings since 1996. US farmers have planted 49.9 million acres of winter wheat, 4.2 million acres up on last year, but the USDA see them harvesting just 37.1 million acres, just 1.6 million acres up on last year. For corn, the situation is almost opposite. The US crop is expected to rise by 39 million tonnes from the combination of a larger area, 3.4 million acres up at 92 million acres, and higher yield, 182 bushels per acre, which would be a record. Argentina and the EU are both higher up, 17 and 11 million tonnes respectively. Overall, world production is seen increasing by almost 70 million tonnes, and with higher consumption, up 34 million tonnes, stocks will increase by 15 million tonnes. Weather is now key, particularly for corn, with so much of the predicted United States Department of Agriculture production still to be planted. For wheat, 
With global exporters producing less, there is little room for crop issues. Midweek, the four parties involved in the Ukraine Black Sea Export Corridor confirmed their agreement to a two-month extension of the deal from the 18th of May. Despite previous threats to the country, Russia said it had reached what it called a qualified result for Russia in negotiations over easing restrictions on Russian agricultural exports. A Ukraine official welcomed a resumption of the initiative, which will continue to be valid until the 18th of July. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said the continuation was good news for the world, but noted outstanding issues remained that Russia, Ukraine, Turkey and the UN will continue to discuss. Wheat futures markets fell sharply on the news, losing around 3% in value. Ukraine wheat has swollen EU supplies, particularly in nearby countries, Poland, Romania, Bulgaria and Slovakia, and will contribute to EU wheat stocks, increasing by around 4 million tonnes by the end of the season. This heavy balance sheet, coupled with ongoing competition in export markets from the Black Sea, leaves short-term price prospects challenging. Barley Markets Today's Barley Update has been written by barley trader Wesley Garner, who works with the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Wesley says old crop and new crop feed barley values have come under pressure this week, following the wider grain complex lower. This is due to Wednesday's news that the Black Sea Grain Export Corridor deal would be extended for two months. Old crop feed barley remains a premium to harvest prices, and volumes continue to come forward from farms looking to clear out sheds prior to harvest. It has been a very quiet week in the malting barley market. Old crop malting barley values are now non-existent, with both domestic first-hand and short buyers fully covered for the season. Any additional export trade feels unlikely, as UK malting barley remains a significant premium to Scandinavian malting barley. New crop malting barley remains illiquid, with farmers generally reluctant to sell forward despite healthy malting premiums. Buyers' prices are lower, with the feed barley base prices also falling. Frontier is offering a range of marketing options to help growers manage risk when marketing malting barley crops, guaranteed minimum premium contracts, futures related distilling contracts and malting barley pools are just a selection of the options available. Please speak to your local farm trader for more information. Oilseeds Markets Today's oilseed rape update has been written by James Needham who is head of oilseeds specialising in grain trading based in Lincolnshire. James mentions that this week the decline in rapeseed prices continued as values fell to the lowest levels in two years. This is due to the lack of confidence for vegetable oil demand and burdensome rapeseed supplies present globally. In euro terms, August Matif futures traded under €400 per tonne in the middle of the week, which is an important psychological level for traders around which the market may trade in the coming weeks. In the back of traders' minds is a large supply potential again for the 23-24 crop year, with some expecting a European crop of 21 million tonnes, along with a large carryover from this year. All of this will surely have a softening effect on the market. Elsewhere in the oilseeds complex, demand for exportable US soybeans is weak, This is mainly due to a lack of demand in China, where economic growth has not met expectation since they reduced COVID-19 related lockdown measures at the start of 2023. 
The lack of bullish news in the bean market also suggests the trade is still assuming that gains in Brazilian production will be enough to offset heavy losses seen in Argentina. Globally, markets are struggling to sustain gains, though. There's a lack of confidence in vegetable oil markets, which will keep wider oilseed markets under pressure for now. Pulses Markets Today's Pulses update has been written by Andy Berry, who is our Pulses manager based in Lincolnshire. Andy states old crop bean markets have essentially dried up due to a lack of available supplies. But with minimal demand, spot values remain largely unchanged. The warmer, humid weather has been very beneficial for both winter and spring bean crops, with many growing away from disease issues such as chocolate spot. Winter beans are now starting to flower, and as long as the crops aren't too thick, we expect to see good pod fill followed by good yields. New crop bean values relative to wheat are holding up well, with a few growers locking into values at £30 per tonne over ex-farm levels, with the potential to add a human consumption premium after harvest quality is known. Fertiliser Markets Today's fertiliser update has been written by Finley Hawkins, who is our fertiliser business development manager in the South. Finley says as UK farmers are completing their base nitrogen and sulphur programmes on combinable crops, there's been an increase in spot requirements for nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur fertilisers. In addition to this, the grassland market appears to be holding off ahead of the likely UK nitrogen market reset. There are question marks over the UK ammonium nitrate offer release date, but with gas price reductions and subsequent potential decreases in cost of production, it feels imminent over the coming weeks. The premium on AN and urea has narrowed, and with some urea importers' offers increasing for spot delivery, later delivery offers for these products are unchanged. Latest import stats for Q1 on urea are very similar to 2022 levels due to Russia-Ukraine tensions. It is assumed that some of the volume has entered the market and will spill over into crop 2024 inputs. As I've said, all liquid suppliers have seen an increase in spot deliveries as growers complete nitrogen programmes but need their final requirements. Within the liquid and foliar sector, there have been offers into the milling wheat nutrition market where contracts allow. The recent levels aren't likely to change given the relatively flat urea market. Finally, in the urea polymer market, following renewed farmer buying interest to support all seed rate crops at petal fall and as T2 applications for wheat commence, it would appear manufacturers stop themselves early in the season and values remain unchanged. No changes to report within the PK market, but some attention should be paid to the potassium market and its impact on the ICL polysulfate range of fertilisers. Although considered as sulphur products, they do follow the potassium market trends. This was Frontrunner for the week ending Friday the 19th of May 2023. Thank you to Simon, Wesley, James, Andy and Finley for their insights. We hope you'll join us again next week for another Grain Market Update. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.